Today, I want to bring back a segment that I haven't done in a while, and that is the Colonel, which is a, a quick shout out that I give to a listener at the beginning of each episode. And I call it a Colonel because popcorn finance. Why not? So uh, today's kernel goes out to Demia. Demia has been sharing popcorn finance around on Instagram. And so I just want to say thank you so much for the support and getting the word out about popcorn finance. And thanks so much for listening. Hey, this is Chris. I hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Back in episode 192, I spoke with the editor-in-chief of Investopedia.com about the difference between investing and trading. So today I want to focus a little more on the investing side of things. Caleb is back to share some things that you should consider when you start investing because... The best day to start investing was yesterday. The second best day is today. If you didn't already know, I started a new podcast earlier this year called This Is Awkward. I'm joined by my co-host, Allison Baggerly from Inspire Budget, and twice a month, we help callers through their awkward money situations, such as how to talk to your partner when they're a natural-born spender, or what to do when family members start asking you for money. You can find This Is Awkward wherever you're listening to Popcorn Finance, or just click the link in the show notes. Say I'm someone right now, Caleb, and I have my emergency fund in place. So I got that foundation sitting there. I'm, I'm ready to go. And now I want to get into investing and say I have, I don't know, say around $1,000 that I have available to start investing. What would you do? If you're this person, how would you get in and get started with all of this? Okay. The best day to start investing was yesterday. The second best day is today. I say that in a bear market. I say it in a bull market. Do you ever just open up the microwave sometimes just to check and make sure that your food is actually cooking? That's what I'm going to be doing from time to time here on the show. When I hear some finance jargon, some big terms thrown out there or anything that I think needs to be checked on and made a little more clear for you, I'll just hop in here really quick in the episode and break it down for you. So Caleb just mentioned something. He said bear and bull market. And I don't know if I've ever gone over those terms before here on the show. So let me break that down for you really quickly. Bear market and bull market are two terms that are used to describe how the stock market as a whole is performing. Uh, a bear market means that the stock market as a whole is going down. A bull market means that the market is going up. And where these terms come from, uh, it, it has to do with these animals and the way they would fight. I don't know if this is a hypothetical fight between the two animals themselves, but I guess this is how they would perceive these two animals would fight. A bear has these big paws, it's tall, it would be striking down if it were fighting someone, maybe a bull, maybe a person, I don't know. I don't even know if that's how a bear would actually fight. But in this example, a bear would be swiping down at its victim or its, its enemy or a bull, it would be shoving its horns up into whatever or whoever or the bear that it's attacking. And so that's where these terms come from. A bear striking down is referring to a bear market, which is going down. The stock market is going down as a whole. A bull striking up means the market is going up. Bull market means that the stock market is going up. So if I have a thousand dollars, I may say, all right, Let's say I'm 30 years old. I'm not 30 years old, but let's just say I'm 30 years old. <laughs> I have a long way between me and retirement if I'm going to work for the next 35, 40 years. So I want to start investing aggressively, and I need some guidance how to do that. You could talk to a financial planner or advisor, but with $1,000, you're probably not ready for that. 
you're probably ready to start using an online broker. There's plenty to choose from. We just did a ranking and reviewing at the top online brokers in the United States. It's on our website. You can choose an online broker. We're talking about the Schwabs, the Fidelities, the Vanguards, the Ally Capitals of the world. They all have them. Or you could use what we call a robo-advisor. And this is a digital advisor where you put in your goals. Okay, I'm back again. I actually did an episode with Caleb where we go into detail as to what a robo-advisor is. You can go check out episode 156 for those details, link in the show notes as well. But in short, it is a service that automatically allocates the money that you're putting into these plans based on a few questions that you answer. So this takes what would be you normally guessing where you should be taking that money you're putting into your retirement account, and it automatically divides it up in an appropriate way based off of the questions you answered when you set the account up. Also, we didn't mention it, but your work-sponsored 401k, 403b, 457 plans, they're all great places to start investing as well. And then the best thing that you can do for yourself is actually make it automatic. So every other Friday when you get paid or if you get paid once a week, that you know that, okay, I'm making sure my bills are paid, but I'm also automatically putting some money in savings, call it 10% of my paycheck, and I'm automatically putting some money in my brokerage account or my 401k, or my IRA, or my SEP account. These are all different retirement products. And I'm going to keep doing that automatically over time, no matter what happens in the market, because the past has showed me over the last 150 years that the market grows an average of between 8 and 10% a year. And by doing it automatically and having a robo-advisor or an online broker, where that makes it automatic, your check goes in and the savings and the investing starts to happen automatically, that's the best way to get on track. I do love how approachable it makes the whole process because it's, it is intimidating. As a lot of times what I get uh, from people is, you know, it just seems overwhelming. There's so much. And I do like the fact that this makes it simpler. And I, it's a format that we're all used to. Cause I know for me, when I was helping my wife set up her IRA, um, I walked her through uh, one of the big, I won't, I won't name anybody, but I walked her through one of the big companies and said, okay, this is how we set it up. And she was like, I have no idea what you just did. This is, <laughs> I, she was like, I don't even know how to get back to where I was to even select how to invest. And so I was like, well, let's try out one of these robo advisors. And we switched over. She's like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I could do this. And it's like a just a complete different experience. Absolutely. And and anybody who's come, who's grown up in the handheld generation, um, they're going to look at a robo advisor and find it very easy to use. They're very good at making the user experience as simple as possible and asking the right questions and then giving you those little nudges uh, to say, hey, you need to save a little bit more. Oh, it looks like you overspent a little bit on restaurants or or, or bars this month. Uh, of course, not this month, but they're very good at those <laughs> nudges, and those are those are good behavioral nudges. But you know, money and and talking about investing in finance is not for everybody. But I think a, a real part of the problem, Chris, is that we don't get enough of it when we're younger, when we're teenagers, when we need it the mm-hmm. most. Because as you well know, we go into college, we're greeted the first day of college with a table from one of the credit card companies that wants to sign us up for a credit card and give us a free frisbee and a water bottle. Um, yeah. So immediately we have a you know, the ability to go into debt almost instantly. Plus, many of us take student loans out, so we walk out of college with thirty two thousand dollars in debt on average, plus credit card debt, and we don't know the basics about investing or personal finance, and that's super troubling. The earlier we learn it, the less intimidating it gets, the more success we have in the long term. Investing is one of those topics that seems so scary and intimidating that we just don't ever end up attempting it. But I love Caleb's words there at the end. The earlier we learn it, the less intimidating it gets, the more success we have in the long term. And so I'll continue to dig more into this topic of investing in future episodes because I think it's information that we all need. And the more I can talk about it, the more I can help break down some of these complicated terms. Hopefully this will all become more approachable and less scary and something that you all want to take on in your own lives. 
But before I go, I wanted to remind you all that episode 200 is coming up. It's right around the corner. It feels like it's basically almost here. And last week, I asked you all to be a part of a special 200th episode. To be a part, all you have to do is call me at 707 200 8259 or you can visit popcornfinance.com slash voicemail on your computer or phone and I want you to share with me either your favorite episode your favorite guest or something you've learned that's been helpful along the way you know the past 200 ish almost episodes we've done and for bonus extra credit at the end of your voicemail you can say the intro to this podcast and if you need a little help Lindsay has provided an excellent example Hey, this is Lindsay. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. So be amazing like Lindsay and give me a call at 707-200-8259 or go to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail from your phone or computer. Appreciate you all joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and remember to register to vote. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.